Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey guys, welcome to my Millennial Money. Bit of a bonus episode today. G'day, John. Hi, Glenn. We're going to really just have a quick campfire chat. I want to start these things where it's just a bit of a campfire chat. Not I love, that I love them. Not Twi- the-, <laughs> the twiggies and the marshmallows. Yeah, not that most of our episodes aren't a campfire chat. But I want to encourage everybody, whether it's investing, whether it's a career change, whether it's a choose your adventure whatever that is whether it's I want to quit work and you know travel Australia when the borders open or go overseas when things go back to normal about the common roadblocks that can be in place that would stop us Mm. either physically mentally uh, emotionally so I guess if we start with the building wealth because we can draw a lot of parallels between you know building wealth and our roadblocks there with other areas of our life so when you sit down with a new coaching client, John, mm. what are some of the main roadblocks that you know become apparent within human nature? <laughs> yeah, probably sound like a broken record. I've I've said this a few times in the past, but two things I think stop people from moving forward in respect to building assets, whether that be property, shares, whatever. One is the ability to lend money or have a deposit or cash to go and um, play with. And the second is mindset. Uh, a perceived roadblock around it, say, well, uh, uh, we've got uh, kids and a mortgage, we're just going to wait until all that's past us and then we'll get into that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I, I found like the whole mindset things, like in my life, it was kind of funny. Someone said to me once, you know, back in 2013, I got orthodontics put on my face and... You know, it was $8,000, for example, no, on my teeth. And I said to somebody, oh, this is like the last big bit of money that I have to spend and then I can get on with my life. And they said to me, well, that's not true because if it's not that, it'll be something else. Mm. And I think having, I really had to change my own mindset Mm. about I just need to do that, then I'm done. Yeah. And then there'll be nothing else. Yeah. So it's kind of making, you know, you know, mindset that you mentioned, it's its own roadblock in itself. Mm, so, totally. I think number one in terms of our mindset to roadblocks, before we make any decision, we need information. Mm. So, whether that is I'm buying a new house, you just need information to make that decision. Yeah. And the yeah. decision doesn't have to be to do it. The decision can be not to do it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of perceived risk out there. Um, like it's that all that fear of that uh, false evidence appearing real type scenario isn't it where you where you just oh, I think that's going to happen or I think this might happen or I'm worried about this but in actual fact number one usually it's out of our control 
and and number two, it's probably not when we dig down and actually look at the numbers and the scenario, it's probably not even there to begin with. Yeah, so I guess in this little fast campfire chat about roadblocks, what I want to encourage anyone to do, if you've got this idea that I want to buy that house, invest in an ETF, uh, start a new career, study a course, I want you to get old-fashioned pen and paper and maybe have three columns. Mm. In the first column, write down, it's like the yes column, everything that could go perfectly, what are the opportunities? Yeah. In the no column, I want you to put down what are the potential things that could go wrong or and it could be uh, it was a waste of money, I didn't like the course. Yeah. And then in the third column, you might just think of anything else. So yes, no, other. You might also have a fourth column and maybe in each of the line items put a dollar figure, either upshot or downshot. Mm. So at least, you know, we've just we've got it out of our head yeah. onto paper. Because the yeah. risk is we live in our own head. And if I can be real for a moment, when I, uh, I actually once in 2011, when I started my own business, uh, it was, I started the business in 2010. In 2011, I had a joint venture with an accounting firm in the city and it was very stressful. Mm. And it was kind of the first quote unquote breakdown <laughs> that I had. <laughs> and I laughed uh, now because hindsight's amazing. Yeah. Uh, but going through it, anyone's going through some type of heavy mental load, it's, yeah. uh, it's not pleasant. But I actually went to a psychologist. Amazing miracle that I could see someone at 7.30 p.m. He was over at Tugger and he worked late and just to help people. Anyway, I got into this guy. I left Sydney, drove straight to his office. And the first thing that he did with me was uh, he sat me down and he got his pen out. Mm. And he said, just look at my pen. And he waved it mm. for 10 minutes in front of my eyes. And he says, and that just fully reset me and calmed me down. Yeah. And what that did was it got me out of my head mm. back into my body. Yeah. Now, why I say write this stuff down, because we need to get it out of our head. And often I believe, John, that mm. we put stuff on paper, the roadblocks, one, will become apparent that it's a non-starter yeah. or two, become apparent that, oh, it was in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good one. And I'll use that trick on you before we start a podcast when you're stressed. I'll just wave this pen that'll be just magically fix you, de-stress you and let your heart rate lower. Oh, uh, and he also said, if you're ever feeling like that anxious and not in your body, wherever you are, it's like get the chair and like rub the chair, connect with it. And um, also like think of five things you can hear, think of two things you can smell. Yeah, so, yeah. but I, I kind of loosely use this as an example but it's so bloody right that we yeah. li we might live in our heads too much for sure yeah and i think another good one that i often use and i tell others to use is what will be the impact if i don't take that action so i and i the first time i used this was when i was teaching it's like well i I've had enough of teaching, but I know I still want to help people. I'm going to go and start my own business, but gee, that's scary. So if I don't do that, if I don't take the plunge to, to go and start my own business, I'm a teacher for the next 30 years, that scares the life out of me. There's no way I'm going, going to do that. So that actually pushes you to make a decision. 
what if I don't go and buy that property or invest in shares? Uh, what, what's going to be the impact of that? Well, the impact is you're relying more on super or cash savings or... Yeah, and, and that's, I guess, really mapping out the yes, no, other. Just to yeah. go... Because it's, it's about balance and weighing up the options. Yes. And I think the younger that you are, the more risk you can take mm. because you've got longer time to recover. Yeah, and I, I listened to a interview last night. I, I can't remember who it was from, but it was... Uh, oh, it from was, Glenn James? No, it wasn't Glenn. It was someone older, more wiser. Oh. Um, and uh, <laughs> no disrespect, but a hell of a lot wealthier. <laughs> and, no, no offence taken. No. Now, someone asked him, it was an, in, an interview, and, he, and someone said, "Do you uh, are you less riskier the older you get? Because that's usually the, the pattern. And he said, no. He said, if you've got the knowledge and you've got enough experience, your risk level should actually increase. Yeah, and I think it's a capacity as well to, again, we get data, we write down the yes, no's, maybe's, amen's and all that, the costs, mm. and then we make a an, a calculated risk almost. Yes. So it's like, yes, we can't remove risks, but it's getting your body and your mindset a customized, acclimatized. Yeah to living in that agile, risky world. Yeah, that's right. So I don't know if we've changed heaven or earth, but I just really hope it's been an encouragement Mm. for those who might have a a roadblock in their life and they can't see a way through. Yeah. And and it could also be, you know, John and I recently, and I don't know when it's going up or how it's going up and uh, if it will be in the Facebook group, but we did a, uh, a review of one of my own investment properties and... The the course of action was to do nothing, mm. and it was a perceived roadblock. We got some data, we talked it out. Yeah, we've got facts now, haven't we? That we yeah. can act on, good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah. So, and and I think John, like we've said it before, but in this climate, I believe if you are qualified, you are ready to go with your business, your side hustle, whatever. Take that risk. Mm. Yes, the headlines say it's a a recession. But if you can start a business in the worst time mm. and get through it, imagine what you'll be like in the best times. Totally, yeah. But yeah. that's the same with career change. If you can get a, if you can do a career change in the worst times mm. and get through it, imagine the resilience you'll have yeah. in the good times. Yeah, and I'm going to look down the barrel now when I say this, that there's never a perfect time. We're never going to be able to wait around for something where all the stars align and I can just pull the trigger. The fact is, there's always going to be a perceived roadblock or or, um, a a non-perfect time. You've just got to act. Yeah, so there we go. Hear ye, hear ye. Let this be an encouragement. I'm a town crier. Yes. All right, guys. Thanks for having a chat with us today. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. 
This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.